fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. Apple announces some interesting portable upgrades. It is Thursday, September 8th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. Bitcoin is down 0.23%, continuing its three-day downward streak. And Ethereum is down 0.05, ending its two-day growth streak. All right, so obviously yesterday was the big Apple iPhone announcement. We got pretty much what we expected, but not in the ways we expected. We expected Apple Watch. We expected AirPods. We expected iPhone. I had a feeling that those upgrades were going to be minor. In some cases, I was right. In other cases, I was very wrong. So let's start with the Apple Watch Series 8. New watch faces, larger display, updated sensors so that you can go ahead and sense the temperature externally and against your body. This helps with various other tracking as well. It's it's a lot of kind of, oh, that's kind of neat sort of features. It, it wasn't really anything that looked that like really said, wow, that's a huge game changer. No, the big game changer actually was in the Apple Watch Ultra, which yes, is our Apple Watch Pro. And like I said, an Apple Watch Pro would have not made sense unless they added something big, which I just can't see them doing right now. Well, there is a higher end GPS built into it. There are more microphones built into it. It has a huge battery up to 36 hours. The durability is way higher with a titanium body and a sapphire screen, which I am willing to bet is going to be pretty much about as fragile as glass is normally, but I'll wait for a Jerry rig everything to go ahead and spend his money figuring that out. And probably the most, the most bizarre one is the fact that um, this Apple watch is so waterproof it is actually certified to be diving equipment that's crazy to me also they added a second button i guess that would count as pro in the world of apple a second button whoa now the other whoa is the fact that the apple watch ultra starts at eight hundred dollars i mean eight hundred dollars There are tons of people who would not spend that much on a phone, let alone a smartwatch. Like, this is a tough sell, but this is a a watch that is going to be for a very specific customer. Now, one other thing that um, Apple Apple did kind of push for the the Series 8, the SE, and the Ultra. By the way, the, the Apple Watch SE is a thing that exists which is their low-end new Apple Watch, I guess, which starts at $249. Regular Apple Watch, as they say, starts at $399. You know, that's pretty much everything we expected. But one thing they also added as a feature in there is crash detection. That if it detects that you are in a crash using a very high-end accelerometer and my personal favorite machine learning and algorithms oh you are the buzzword of buzzwords aren't you machine learning and algorithms 
if it, when it uses these things and it detects that there was a car crash, it will automatically notify emergency services and your ice contacts, not your internal combustion engine contacts. Get your stop that. No, not the immigration in case of emergency. We have way too many acronyms that end up being ICE, but I digress. Apple Watch Series 8 will be out September 16th. Oh, the, the whole thing I wanted to bring up. One tone that kept appearing in this keynote is safety and life-saving. It was almost the core theme of the keynote today, that everything is all about keeping you safe and saving your life. Are, are you trying to imply that Android users just want to die? I, th this is a very strange message to send. And considering the fact that Apple already has a very strange cult-like following, I feel uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little uncomfortable with this. But, you know, it is what it is. New Apple AirPods Pro. We now have one that is a second generation of the product. In other news, I just learned that we've only had two generations of the AirPods Pro. I thought we've had more than that by now. But the bump is just, you know, pretty minor. It now uses an H2 chip instead of an H1 chip, which does something. It apparently has better noise canceling, spatial audio, so, you know, your wonderful Apple buzzwords that make you feel better about getting the same quality as other headphones and has a capacitive section on it that you can swipe up and down to do various commands like adjust the volume. They will be available at 249 starting in September 23rd. You can pre-order on the 16th. All right, now for the iPhones. Oh yeah, they also announced that um, the wireless case can now, or the case for the AirPods Pro can now be charged wirelessly and you can have a strap attached to them so you don't lose it. All right, iPhone 14. As we expected, there is no longer a mini version. You have the 6.1 inch and the 6.7 inch for the iPhone 14, the iPhone 14 Plus. Upgraded camera, same processor as last year, upgraded display. For the most part, you know what these are? These are slightly trimmed down iPhone 13 Pros. It's the same processor as the iPhone 13 Pros with those extra processing cores that it had versus last year. And the iPhone 14 Plus, of course, has the max battery life. So, you know, all's well and good. So, weirdly enough, pre-orders will start on the 9th, the 14 will ship on the 16th, and the 14 Plus will ship on October 7th. Oh, I almost forgot about the two new features, actually, on these. First off... The SIM tray is gone. This actually could be a deal breaker for way more people than you might think. Now, this is going to be a feature that's going to be gone in North America only. European versions will still have a trade SIM slot, but North America will have eSIMs. This now means there's one less point of ingress for liquid in the phone. And also, if you want to change characters, it has to be done digitally this means if you're someone who travels to various countries and just pops out a sim card when you get into the new place you're going to be a little less so well here in north america that's not that big a deal 
the U.S. is a massive country to begin with, and then the two easiest countries to travel to here without getting on a plane is Canada and Mexico. So, you know, it is what it is. In Europe, on the other hand, there are tons of countries neighbored next to each other. This gets a little awkward. And it's actually why SIM cards are such a, or multi-SIM card slots are actually a very valuable asset in European markets. Now, I'm not saying everyone uses them, but there's more people that have to worry about that sort of thing than in North America. So for most people, the fact that the iPhone is going eSIM isn't going to affect a whole lot, but it is something to keep in mind. The iPhone 14 will start at $799, and the iPhone 14 Plus will start at $899. I imagine most people will just pay the extra 100 so they can get that bigger screen and better battery life. Now, the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Updated cameras. We'll have to see outside of an Apple Keynote how good the phones actually, how the cameras actually perform. And then... Probably the strangest update, and I actually didn't think this one was going to be the case, because people have been talking about this update for the longest time. Oh, they're going to get rid of the notch and replace it with a cutout. Oh, they're going to replace the notch. They're going to replace the notch. We've been hearing that for the last three years. They finally did, though. The iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max swapped the notch out for basically a pill cutout. But to Apple's credit, they did do something unique with it. They're calling it a dynamic island. The actual shape of the cutout will change based on various applications and instead show important information for whatever you're doing and also in a kind of weird sort of way, but one that kind of makes sense. It's, it's, it's hard to explain in words, but it basically becomes like a widget for various apps and also a multitasking taskbar up there as well. And since, well, you can go ahead and just turn off pixels, it looks seamless, but you can display anything you want, basically not really in the notch, but what it what seems like the notch, the new notch. I'm not gonna lie. I do like the way it looks. I really do. Am I gonna switch? No. I did think about it. I really did. Personally, Considering the fact that it looks like these are still all still on lightning, I wouldn't do it. I personally wouldn't. Wouldn't. But I will say, Apple is looking more and more compelling to me as a platform to be on. Especially since a lot of people are able to show off just how good these iPhone 14 Pro cameras are for video shooting. I gotta say, it's pretty good. And for someone who just wants to go ahead and uh, do some independent stuff for his, uh, you know, streaming, podcasting, semi-YouTubing, all that sort of thing, vlogging, it's very, very tempting, especially after watching my, uh, my Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra decide that in the middle of the night, clouds should glow like they're radio freaking active. But I think until I think I would wait until I see these phones switch to USB-C. That, however, is just my opinion. In the end, you go ahead and just I encourage you, whether you're an iPhone guy or an Android guy, 
always keep an open mind. You never want to keep just blind loyalty to one brand or the other. I especially don't want to do that since, well, the more and more I look at Samsung, the more and more they just seem like they're trying to become Apple, but they're just making it worse. So I'm not going to put switching to Apple off the table entirely for me. But I do encourage you, do your research, look at everything, and don't just listen to me. Look, listen to multiple sources, and know where those sources are coming from. If it's an Apple fanboy saying you should switch to Apple, well, just know that. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.